My friends and I, we went to a party last week at a ridiculously expensive house. And the owners, well, this couple wasn't that old. Yet they looked tired, sluggish, wrinkles that they shouldn't have had yet, while also showing more gray hair than others who were 15 years older. I thought, this couple, they deserve, no, they need Stardust. Now, Stardust is the revolutionary, age-defying supplement the world is now discovering. StardustPill.com. Stardust. You deserve youth. Welcome to the Who Cares Podcast, a podcast that enters your soul with your host, Stephen Moraga. Taking Wednesdays with Leo now, brought to you by What's the Play? So, last episode, we talked about the minor arcana in the tarot about the journey of all of it. Whereas today we're going to be diving into the major arcana, also known as the fool's journey. Now, before we start the deep dive, I always want to get this out of the way. Please follow the Twitch. You can follow us as well on Twitter at what's the play app. And we have all of our links there where you can find us on the Twitch. You can also find us on discord. We would love to have you on there. And as well, we can just, you know, chat about tarot all day. Trust me, I can do it. Watch. <laughs> uh, as well as with that, you can follow my Instagram, Leboy underscore 927. That's Leboy underscore 927. Now I've got all that out of the way. We're going to go into the history of the tarot first. I always want to bring in the brief history of it, where it is that these cards came from. Oh, as well, don't forget to subscribe on the Twitch as well. So you can also send us whispers, and we would also love to have you commenting bringing us uh, more news and stuff. We want to hear feedback from you guys all the time. Now, moving back into the history with the tarot, the cards themselves, they used to actually not be called the tarot. Instead, they were called the tarachi. They originated somewhere within Italy around the 1400s, but they never actually started gaining their popularity and eventually their longevity until they moved to France. Now, it started off, as just a game for nobles to play, where they essentially created a bridge with the cards. Now, when they were brought into France, they were then renamed the Tarot, which is where we get the name now. Uh, the deck themselves did start off with originally 78 cards, which is as well how they are today. The Tarot cards themselves as well were also a... Uh, a precursor, I would like to say, to our original playing cards. Now with that, we had about 56 of the minor cards, and that took me about an hour just to talk about. Here we have 22 major cards. Now we'll see how long it is that this episode goes on for, but uh, I do also want to bring in more with more in, more with this content because the major arcana, though they are a measly 22 cards, they carry a lot of history with them and a lot of meaning behind them as well. Every inch of paint that is drawn with these cards has a meaning behind it. Now as we move in with the major arcana cards, these are the 22 cards also known as the Fool's Journey because we start off with the number zero, which I also want to bring up on the screen as well so I can show you guys. Uh, let's see. The Fool is the number zero within the tarot. Oh, whoops, that's not it.
It should be that one. There we go. So this is the first of the tarot, the number zero. Now the interesting thing with the fool itself is that he can be placed anywhere within the story of the fool because it is his story. Now the fool himself, what I like to consider its textbook meaning is it's a card of ignorance. This is someone who has just started their journey and is unaware of the tasks at hand. However, this is someone who has limitless possibilities in front of them. They have what they have the full-on potential to choose whatever path that they want to go into. And you can notice here in the card the pure yellow sky. Yellow in our in spirituality in its terms, it shows a form of cleansing and manifestation, the solar plexus chakra. As well as with the white pure dog, you can probably see him at the fool's side. This also shows the joyfulness, the playfulness that the fool carries with him. Sorry about that, guys. Quick technical difficulty I had to fix there. So now, as we move on from the fool, we're going to go on to the magician here. But I did also want to say that in this time of, you know, of form of crisis, this is where I did want to bring up that, you know, no matter what it is that the media may be telling you, no matter how powerless that you may feel during this time of crisis, you have more strength than you know. And this is just what I is that I like to preach. I like to preach that we all have our own inner powers. And this is exactly what the tarot itself likes to represent. So now moving on with the magician, if I can actually get this on the screen here. Now to bear with us, my friends, this is still kind of new for us here. And again, guys, don't forget to subscribe to the Twitch. We'd really appreciate it, as well as the Patreon. You can find our uh, the link to our Patreon. That will be coming soon as well on the Twitter. And our Twitter, again, is at What's the Play app. Let's see. Oh, as well, don't forget about the Discord, too, because we love it when people come in. We love having conversations. Me, as well. I love bringing in all kinds of new people. And if you are new, if you are a new subscriber, don't forget to let the people know that you came here because you saw my amazing podcast. It would really help me out. Now, further along, or with further ado, let's move on to the Magician. Now, the Magician is a very powerful card. He is someone that carries so much knowledge with him. And you'll notice in the card, the Magician, you'll notice some similar symbols. If you were with us last episode, you'll notice that he carries with him the four suits of the Tarot in the, in the Minor Arcana. He carries with him the sword, the cup, the wand, and the pentacle. This here is showing how he carries all of the knowledge with him. Now it's a matter of what is it that he wants to do with this knowledge? Does he want to prioritize his time into one modality or does he want to become a jack of trades where he becomes a practitioner of many and a master of none?
something else that's quite interesting with the magician as well are its zodiac signs now through all of the cards all of the major arcana cards they all correspond to a zodiac sign the fool which i missed on unfortunately my bad is that the fool is an aquarius and a pisces he carries both energies with him both water and air he is very free flowing he goes with the flow which makes him a pisces whereas for the magician his zodiac signs also correspond to virgo and gemini because it will he can either become one of balance or he can become one of fruition one to prioritize his time into one modality i think we accidentally put the pull back on there by mistake i think we want to go back to the magician again perfect there we go sorry about that guys again we're still kind of new getting used to this so now as we move on to the high priestess the number two of the tarot the high priestess she is someone as well kind of like a counterpart to the magician she however may have the knowledge of her spiritual path she also carries a form of sanctity with her she will not show you all of her tricks at once all of her knowledge she is someone that needs something in return she may be someone that is a teacher a mentor to you you can relate her to both masculine and feminine energies in the card as well you can see her in a very spiritual place and now this is actually a temple with the b and the j in the pillars the black and the white these here are showing the duality as well as the balance between masculine and feminine energies now this is going to be a reoccurring message in the major arcana and showing that as well gender itself has an energy and how we can carry both of those energies the high priestess herself in her zodiac sign is a virgo she is someone who she knows what she wants and she knows how to get it she knows how to keep you on your toes and she knows how to make you headstrong and sharp as a tack now moving on to the empress the empress is a very nurturing and loving woman individual typically she is depicted as a pregnant maiden and a lover to the emperor which we'll get into soon now the empress she again she is someone that is nurturing creative she is someone that is willing to make the sacrifices necessary for her people she is someone that may be a caretaker and you can equate her to almost as if a nurturing mother or even someone that may not be a mother but someone that is still with that nurturing motherly energy moving on now we have the emperor and you'll notice here a lot of the harder uh colors that come in the emperor himself is an aries and you'll notice that with the bulls on his throne he is someone as well very headstrong but he's also very dominant he as well like the empress though is willing to make sacrifices for the greater good however he is someone as well that is how i say this won't take shit from anyone he has a very firm fist and he is someone that should not be trifled with the colors within the card as well all the cards like i said before 
each strand of paint has a meaning behind it. Each color, each symbol has its own meaning behind it. I won't be able to go through all of it today, but I'm going to try and get through as much as I can here. The way that he sits, the, the things that he's wearing, it shows here that he is someone that has known battle. He is someone that has known the uh, glory and the win of going to battle, going to war, and fighting for what he believes in, and winning. Even as an Ares, he is someone that should, again, he should not be fucked with. If you, if you know an Ares, <laughs> you know very well, don't fuck with an Ares. They will stand their ground as often as they can. Now as we move on here to our next slide, we have the Hierophant. We're going to bring that up. Yeah, that should be it there. Perfect. So we have the Hierophant here. Now the Hierophant is going to be someone that's kind of very similar as well to the uh, High Priestess. However, with the spiritual sanctity of things, the Hierophant is more or less someone who carries his religion and spirituality on his sleeve. He is someone as well who should not be trifled with. His, his sign that he goes by as well is a Taurus. And, you, and we all know as well, Tauruses should not be trifled with either. Tauruses are willing to stand their ground for anything, especially with their spiritual practices. The Hierophant here, you'll notice two men standing before him, listening to his gospel. He is also someone as well that is willing to preach to the masses. He, you may know someone that has a Hierophant of sorts willing to speak to the masses, willing to speak to a crowd and give off their message. And this is something as well. I've, I've always kind of said that the Hierophant was one of my least favorite cards in the tarot, not because it's bad writing, but the message it gives, like I, like I also said in the past, the tarot is not meant to be sunshine and rainbows is not meant to tell you all good things it will slap you in the face with reality and the hierophant can do just that he will slap you in the face with reality he will slap you in the face with lies too unfortunately he is someone that is willing to do what it is necessary to get what he wants now moving on we have the lovers now this is definitely a much more light-hearted card you see here we have an archangel in the center while we have Adam and Eve on each side of the card. Now the lovers, it may seem very self-explanatory. They show love, prosperity, and a promising relationship. But again, it comes across as the mix and the balance of your masculine and your feminine energies. Now the lovers themselves... Their zodiac is, of course, Gemini. Now, Geminis, as we know, are the twins, but they can also be considered as the lovers, the partners, the duo. And that's what the lovers can mean. It won't always mean that you have a loving partner on the way or with you. It may mean that you have someone that is with you, that is willing to stand by your side no matter what. This may be a best friend. This may be a family member. This as well it could be a lover or 
It could be nothing. It could be you having your own self. You being able to pick yourself up. And having reassurance. Reassurance in knowing that though we may be in a predicament right now, being in quarantine, being stuck at home, things closing down again, we know deep down in our hearts, in our souls, and in our higher self, we know that things are going to start getting better, that things are going to start healing and progressing forward. So now as we move on away from the levers, now we have the chariot, the last one of this slide. Now the chariot is a very, what I consider a fast-paced card. He's there and then he's not. Uh, the zodiac sign for the chariot is a Capricorn, and I, and I, I kind of equate the two of them as, as if Capricorn, he's shooting his arrow, he's going in one direction, he has a sure line of fire, a path that is predestined, that he made himself. And that's something very similar to the chariot. The man that's driving the chariot, he is someone that has his mind concluded and he knows where he wants to go. Now, with the chariot as well, it's, it's a sense of direction. Now, in our lives, we may feel like that the chariot we're on is taking us in the wrong direction. But just know that with it will also come a beautiful experience. It may be scary at times, yes, but just know in the end you'll grow from it. You will learn from it. I can't promise that you won't be hurt from it, but that hurt, that pain, that is what's going to make us grow as humans. And we can't get away from that. So moving on now to our next slide, we have strength with us. So now strength is a very, what I consider a fiery card. And the reason why is because you have the lion there. And of course the zodiac sign couldn't be more fitting. We have Leo. And I know what you guys are thinking. Is Leo a Leo? I am actually a Libra. I am Leo the Libra. I'm an air sign, surprisingly, not a fire sign. So now with strength, we have what would be considered as a growth in character, as opposed to just physical raw strength. We have the strength and the will to manifest things within our own birthright, within our own destiny. Oh, so glad to see you, Victoria. I'm glad you're learning a lot. Now, with strength as well, you'll notice the maiden here. She's literally sticking her hand in the mouth of a lion. And this, again, it goes towards courage, not just physical raw strength. You can have strength and not be a, a muscular meathead, I would say. So, moving on now, we have the Hermit, my favorite of the Major Arcana. Now, the Hermit himself, you know, very simple to understand. He's someone that is a loner. He likes to hang out alone by himself. But with that, he gains so much knowledge by himself. He is willing to go by the beat of his own drum, find out what makes himself tick, as well as what makes others tick. Something that people may not know about the Hermit as well, something that I've actually learned through my own studies within the Tarot, is that he is the one that is willing to also take on a single partner or a single student. He is willing to take them under his wing. 
teach them everything he knows. But you don't want to get attached to it. You don't want to get attached to the hermit because he will let you go. Once he has taught you everything he knows, he knows that he has worn out his welcome and his knowledge, and he will send you on your way so you can experience your own journey. And so he can also go back to going back to his teachings and his own studies. Now the hermit is a Virgo, lo and behold. <laughs> I swear I'm surrounded by Virgos every day of my life. Virgos for a lot of people, if you don't if you don't know a lot about the zodiac signs, they're always very concluded. They know what they want. And a lot of times they won't take no for an answer. Like an Aries. Or a Taurus. But with the Hermit, he is someone that will keep things neat and tidy or have an organized chaos, so to speak. Organized clutter, organized hoarding. But he will know exactly where things are as long as you don't move them. That's about the story for all Virgos. Now moving on to the Wheel of Fortune, and I know you're probably thinking, oh money, well, yes and no. So the Wheel of Fortune is aligned with the sign of Capricorn. And again, this has to do with that straight shot, that motivation. The Wheel of Fortune, yes, it can represent uh, the beauty and wealth and abundance. However, it is also a card of destiny. When you see the Wheel of Fortune, you see all of these mystical creatures. You can see the Sphinx. You can see a pharaoh. You can see other kinds of animals coming in, winged beasts. This here is prophesizing a future. You can see a flying snake. This is bringing the past into the uh, bringing the past into the present as well as transforming it. Now, I'm gonna kind of step off for a minute and go on a quick tangent about the difference between destiny and free will. Now we have both, we live by both. We can go through free will, you know, we, we can choose what it is that we want for ourselves, but Destiny-wise, we actually are predestined to go through certain things in our lives, and it's a matter of going through them sooner or later. Personally, I'd rather go through them sooner so I have the tools to deal with my other situations later. So now, moving on, we have our next one here, the last for this slide. We have Justice. Now, Justice is the Libra card is one of the I would I would say most clearly is Libra because justice is taking all of the evidence it just it's exactly as it sounds bringing that physical evidence bringing it to, to light and to fruition Libras as I can vouch for we don't pussyfoot around things we want to hear both sides of the story and that's exactly what the justice card is bringing here it is hearing both sides of the story it is gaining the knowledge of our physical world and even right now i can equate this to the world we're living in like i said we may be scared we may be tired but gaining both sides of the story the knowledge of it no matter where it is that we are where it is that we are in space or time 
as long as we are willing to seek the truth and actually dig for it, we can find it. Because the truth, it can't be buried forever. So now moving on to our next slide here, we have starting off the Hanged Man. So now the Hanged Man here, it, he's a very interesting character. I always equated him to the Fool again. Now, in this, you may kind of feel like he, you know, the poor Hanged Man, He's he was put there against his will. More often than not, though, he was actually put there himself. He may be in this poor and this very shitty situation, but he put himself there. And through that, he's gaining knowledge. You'll see in the picture as well, you'll notice he has that light around him. And that's the understanding of where it is that he's brought himself. The situation that he was put into, he has learned from it. Now, the zodiac sign for the Hanged Man is both Cancer and Pisces. Like I said, he is someone that may have gotten himself into a situation like a Cancer and may want to retreat, but instead, he goes in the route of a Pisces and he goes through with it and he learns from it. So now the Hanged Man as well, it can also be a change in perception. This can be that aha moment for you where you're going through life and you think to yourself, I'm wrong. Huh. I've been wrong this entire time. And that's a beautiful thing to kind of come and realize is knowing at times we are wrong and we have to admit that to ourselves. And sometimes that can be very difficult to go about. So now moving on, we have death. And I know, I know, it's kind of scary, but it's not. Getting death in a reading can actually be a very beautiful thing because through life, we have death. But in the tarot, it just represents the ending to a situation. And this situation, it may not even serve you anymore. A relationship, a friendship, even your place in work or your place in residency, it may just not be healthy for you. And when death comes in, you know that there's going to be a transition. And it's going to be something very slow that's going to come in. It's not going to happen overnight. It's going to take time. So now death itself, uh, it falls under the zodiac sign of Scorpio. In the, in the card death, you're going to notice as well the pale horse. This, you'll notice the skeleton riding the horse. He may be coming to, he may be coming to end the life of one of an, our loved ones, but we also have to understand as well that though we may be missing this loved one, they're no longer in pain. They may no longer be in pain. They no will no longer be suffering. So now as we finish with death, we have temperance here. So now temperance is a very interesting card. It's, it's one of divine energy. It's also a Sagittarius. And it's, it's interesting because even as I'm, even as I'm going off of this and 
saying this out loud, I'm noticing a lot when it comes to the Sagittarius cards that there are cards in which they can embody someone that knows what it is that they want. Temperance, this is the knowing and the understanding of your spiritual journey. You'll notice the angel, they have two chalices in their hand and they're transmuting energy. Water, like we talked about in the cups last episode, if you weren't with us, you should go and check it out. I go into a whole tangent about how water itself is the form of spirit. And you'll notice the same in temperance. It is changing the physical world into the spiritual world. As well as having a spiritual, a balanced spiritual life. You'll notice as well within it too, again, bringing that physical world into the spiritual world and vice versa, bringing spirit into our physical world. You'll notice the angel has one foot on land and one foot in water. It's treading that in-between phase, as we all do. There are certain moments where you'll realize that the veil is thinner than it seems. So now since that was the last card of the slide, we are going to move on to the devil. And I know, I know, another scary card that you're going to see in the tarot. But this is something that I also wanted to bring up is the tarot is not demonic. It is not evil. It does not have these negative energies. The only time it will is when you give it, when you give into that negative energy, and then you essentially you put that energy into the cards. I did also want to bring up again, please follow us on the Twitch. On Twitter, you can follow us on Twitter at What's the Play app. We're, we're going to have all of our links there, so you can find us on Patreon. That's going to be coming up soon. And, and don't forget about the Discord, too. Like I always say, I love to see you guys chatting in the Discord. We would love to have chats personalized. I'm also going to be doing readings every now and again. Hopefully I can do that for you guys as well because I'll be honest, I'm getting kind of rusty and I would love for you guys to be my test dummies. So now moving on, we have the devil. Dun, dun, dun. Now, the devil, it can kind of be a scary card to get. And like I said before, the tarot, it's not all sunshine and rainbows. It is not an oracle deck. What is an oracle deck? I'll go into that in another episode. It's essentially more divination cards, but a lot of times they carry more positive meanings than negative. Now the devil, its zodiac sign as well is uh, Capricorn. So now with with this, I'm, I'll be honest, I don't know a whole lot about the Capricorns at this moment in time, even though my mother is a Capricorn. <laughs> But with the devil, its meaning behind it is not that it is negativity at its it is it is negativity at its purest form. It is what you are stuck to. And it's gonna share a very similar meaning with death. The death card, it is releasing something that no longer serves you. And death and the devil, this is where the commonalities come in. Death may be releasing you from the devil, that negativity, that negativity that is there, that's the devil. And it may represent, you know, smoking, it can represent drinking, some kind of vice that you carry with you, some kind of negative habit or obsession. You'll notice in it, you'll see what is, again, Adam and Eve, they're chained to the devil's post 
and he has fire in one hand while he's raising his hand, his other hand up. And this is showing that he has power over you. It is showing that you are giving power onto this negative obsession that does not serve you in a positive way. So now moving on, we have the tower. This another one is a card of very sudden change. And again, it can also be a smack in, smack in your face for reality checks. The tower you'll notice is a tower. Getting struck by lightning, you'll see two people flying their way out from the tower. This is showing the very sudden change that's going to come in. Like death, it's a very slow, gradual change. The tower is representing impending, very sudden change that we may not be able to avoid. Now, the zodiac sign that corresponds with this is an Aries, and I like to as kind of relate it to as if the Aries, they're always kind of running around. You know, they, they know what it is that they want. They're willing to get it. However, they, they get too far ahead of themselves sometimes. Aries, they'll, they'll go, they'll go, they'll go until they're just out of steam. And then they've exhausted all resources. Let's see. The tower as well. Like I said, this is something that may not be in your control. And I know I said as well, we have free will. We can change things. Like the Wheel of Fortune, it is to represent destiny. It is to represent the change in which that you will be forced to go through. That the universe, the energy, whatever it is that you may believe in, they want you to go through change. They want you to grow. So now moving away from the tower, now we're moving into what I consider the astral bodies of the tarot. Starting off with the star. Now the star is showing off here a naked woman pouring water into a another body of water, as well as pouring it onto the land. Now this is a card of spiritual connection, intuition, and spiritual guidance. It's zodiac sign as well, Aquarius. And you'll notice the similarities with the Aquarius and the star. Because the Aquarius, it is the water bearer. Which is funny because Aquarius is an air sign. And you'll notice something very similar. The star, it shares a very similar symbol to Aquarius. Now moving back into the textbook meaning of the star, this may be someone who has a very strong connection to their intuition or the spirit realm. This may also be a spirit guide of themselves trying to give you messages from beyond the veil on the other side. Whether that be your own guides or maybe even a past loved one that's trying to get in contact with you. So now as we move on to the next astral body of the tarot, we have the moon. Now the moon is, I've always kind of seen it as a very funny card because, you know, we, you have the two, you have the coyote, you have the fox, and then you have the lobster coming in from the middle, coming in from the water, as you have the moon overhead. Now, here, you'll kind of notice that the sun is showing, but the moon is covering it, almost like it's an eclipse. And this here is to signify the illusion of life, that where we are, it is not linear. We, 
how it is that we live our lives, it is up to us. And again, this is going into that free will slash destiny. I'm not going to get into that again, but that's just kind of how it is presented here with, within the moon. The moon is showing illusion. It is showing us that life is not always going to be easy. It is showing that it will have hurdles. It is going to have distractions in our lives. It is up to us if we want to go about that. How it is that we want to live through it. All right. Now, moving on to our next slide. To our next slide, we have the last astral body, which is the sun. We can actually bring that up for the next slide. But before we do, again, I just want to say, please subscribe to the Twitch. Please come in and join us on Discord. We would love to get to know you, love to get to chat with you, and I would love to do readings for you guys. I'm always so excited to do more readings for people. It really helps me come in tune with others. As well, I would also like to say later on when we have our Patreon set up, we may also be doing giveaways, but as well, there is a chance that you can do giveaway that we'll be doing giveaways uh, in future episodes as well. So stay tuned for that. You'll want to get to watch these other videos because a lot of the questions that may come up so you can win the giveaway is by watching some of these videos as well as subscribing. Uh, lastly, don't forget to subscribe to my Instagram, leboy underscore 927, so you can see all of my, my personal life that's going on. I post a lot of other spiritual stuff on there as well. I try to, at least. Um, you can also follow us on Twitter. Again, it's at What's the Play app. It has all of our links on there where you can find our Patreon, which we, we should be putting on soon. You can find us there. You can find the Discord. You can find the Twitch on there again. Uh, and without further ado, let's bring the sun in. Let's bring the sun slide in so we can actually get some more positivity in our lives. This will be the last of the astral bodies. All right. So now, as we bring in the sun into our, into our, uh, just into our lives, really, the sun itself is a card of positivity as well as vitality, and we all know how it is that we need that right now. The sun itself, it can be a sure sign that it could cure COVID. Now, I'm not, I, I'm no, uh, what you call it? I'm no, I, I'm no doctor or scientist here, but I have high hopes. Let's be honest, we, we all want this to end, and we all need to put in that positive energy so that way we can get this shit to stop and we can go back to living normal-ish lives. But now as we move back, again, the sun, it's a very fiery card. I mean, it's literally a hot ball of fiery gas. The zodiac sign that it is equated to is again Leo. The sun itself, it is a symbol of strength, vitality, as well as going back to your roots. And it's a very similar card that we said in the last episode of the Minor Arcana in the suit of cups, is going back to your roots, going back to what it is that made you, you. It is reaching into your inner child. And there's something very similar with the sun. You'll notice the child riding the white horse. 
the white horse representing purity and the child riding it also representing just ignorance being blissful you'll also see the sunflowers in the background this is showing just playfulness being able to switch things up on a dime so now as we cast away the last of our astral bodies of the tarot we now come across judgment and this is actually nearing the end this is actually showing up as the end oh thank you sergio um in my opinion if we'll be back to normal anytime soon honestly it has i can't say that for sure because it all depends on you guys i'm gonna i'm just gonna be up front with you it's all up to you guys it's putting our own contributions in where it, whether it is that we wear our masks and i know for whatever reason that's a controversial topic I don't feel like it should be. There are reasons why other countries are actually opening up to nearly 100%. Whereas for us, we're still having to close things down again. It is up to us whether it is that we want our normal lives back. And that's where I kind of bring it up to you guys. You know, we want to wear our masks. Do we want to, you know, remain healthy? You know, don't go out to huge ass social events don't go to covid parties please god don't go to covid parties i heard that was a thing the other day and i nearly lost my shit at first i didn't think it was real and then i found out later on in reading some articles that it was but moving away from that because we need more positivity in this we have judgment now judgment is a very interesting card because it is nearing the end of our journey it is nearing the end of the fool's journey and that's essentially the meaning behind it is nearing the end and as well as rebirth it is being able to know that you can start over but as well knowing you can't take back what you said you cannot take your actions back but you can go back and learn from them that is the sense of rebirth knowing what it is that you have experienced whatever actions it is that you have done bringing them into the present and applying what you learned in the future because and even and as i'm putting this away judgment itself that is the real virus that we experience all those people that are saying like this is a hoax honey this is no hoax this is this virus is a real thing i'm just gonna say that now judgment and willful ignorance i cannot stress that enough willful ignorance is the virus thank you for coming to my ted talk i'm kidding so we have one more we have one more and we have oh i almost forgot with uh judgment its zodiac sign aligns with scorpio and this is the reason and the reason why it is it is because it is bringing in the hard truth scorpios do not hold back when it comes to bringing the truth in and just slapping you in the face with it but now as we move on to our last card we have the world so something very interesting with the world is it carries very similar meanings to the fool though with the fool it showed us ignorance it showed us the start of something the world is showing us the end now this is where it gets interesting because 
in the fool's description, it also shows us that there are limitless possibilities. That is what the world is trying to tell us as well. We have finished our journey. We have finished our test, our mission. And now we have to start again. We have limitless possibilities. And now it's a matter of bringing what knowledge that we learned from our journey into our new one. In the world, you'll notice a lion, a man, an eagle, and what looks like a bull. These are actually showing the four symbols. We have the fire, we have the water, we have the earth, and we have air. And the there's actually four zodiac signs that apply to this. There's Leo, we have Taurus, we have Aquarius, and we have Scorpio. And this here is showing, again, the bluntness, the passion, and the strength to keep moving on within our journey. You have the capability of doing amazing things with your own power. Again, doing whatever it is that is necessary, learning things that you may not have thought of before. Doing the research as well. I cannot stress this enough is willful ignorance. Again, that is the virus. Do the research and actually from a credible source. Thank you again for coming to Awakening Wednesdays. This is Leo. This is brought to you by What's the Play. Don't forget to subscribe to the Twitch. Follow us on Twitter at What's the Play app. And don't, and don't forget to whisper me on Twitch and mention me in the Discord. It really helps me out if you talk about me because then I know I'm bringing people in and it helps me out in the long run. I'm also really excited to meet you guys on Discord and talk with you and do readings.